0: Welcome, everybody, to the Barbells to Buddhas podcast. I'm your host, Roy Alexander, and it is awesome for you to be joining me today. I know it's been a while again, hasn't I think let me turn on the gain a little bit on this microphone. There we go. There we go. We're going to test. It's been a while, so my kids are playing with my uh, little setup here, and uh, it's a little bit messy, but I think we're good. Yeah, but it's been a while, right? Oh, man, I can't even tell you. There's been so much going on in my world lately that I keep dropping the ball and getting these episodes out exactly on time. I have been shooting out some of my uh, stronger, longer, better blogs, to kind of make up for it, but still it is what it is, right? Got to uh, got to get on this thing. Um, but I'll, I'll be, just be honest, I'm in a coaching program and it's a coaching program for marketing and business for my online business. And it's a lot of work, right? Like it is a lot of work. And I'll tell you, for those of you that have never had a coach, maybe you've Whatever area in your life that you are trying to improve and that you're just really struggling with it, then get a coach. Now, if that is a health, a fitness coach, you want to get in shape, you want to start to lose weight, build some muscle, feel good. Maybe so you can start crushing some travels or you know just starting to you live your dream life, whatever that means to you. Well, hey, that's what I'm here for and that's what I'm here to do. But for myself, the the you know I don't need the fitness and health coach. What I do need, though, was helping the business and the marketing side. So that's what I got. And it's somebody, you know, that helped you, somebody to take away the guessing, because I wasted a lot of time. Like, I mean, geez, guys, probably a decade and a half guessing and being just a fuck-stubborn bastard, just, you know, it's just being stubborn. That's it, just being stubborn and being cheap, going, okay, there's nothing anybody could teach me that I can't learn through the Internet through some youtube videos through some podcasts and no that man that's not the way it works and even with coaching it's still rough right the, the coach the coach a coach doesn't do things for you A hope coach helps take away the guesswork and helps come up with a strategy that works for you but even for me the strategy changed because i've changed there's stuff that i had to do things that, you know just like a fit just like a wellness and fitness plan you think okay i can dedicate you know five days a week to to the working out and then you really you realize okay you know what you can only dedicate three, and then maybe I, well, then some weeks it's four, and then some weeks it's two, so it's just kind of all over the place, but it was really about just kind of setting those standards, but working with one really does help, but they have me doing a lot, get back to what I was talking about, right, like it's, it's basically through social media and stuff, right, so they have me doing a lot of work through social media, and one of the things that I'm working on currently is trying to create more of a story. What I could like the Marvel movies, right? Marvel movies since Iron Man day one, right? They've been setting up a big story, and it's a continuing story. It's taking the story that never ends, probably, right? Which is very much like your health and fitness journey. There, there is no destination, right? You never reach a point. I've been doing this now been in the gyms and been in the health industry now for what 24 25 years and I'm still there's 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 no destination. You'll hit points in your destination where you're like yeah, that's great, but then it's on to the next one, right? And there's going up, there's going down, there's going back, there's going forth. But what I'm trying to do right this month, you know, is June is all about okay, what story do I want to tell and and what's the best way for me to do it? So, you know, I'm working on uh, this podcast is a part of that story. And then my YouTube is a part of that story, smaller parts so far, big parts are, you know, social media posts, particularly Facebook and Instagram, right? And even within there, you have three kinds of places you can share your stories, right? One is the the posting, so that's your actual post, that's your meat and potatoes, right? Then you can have your reels, and reels, again, they, they serve a purpose, And what reels are very good at is talking to people, right? Teaching lessons. If you watch a lot of reels, a lot of them, the ones that aren't stupid, I mind you, I'm talking about like educational ones, the the good ones that I'm interested in doing, they're teaching you something. They're either 20 to 60 seconds of teaching you something. So they are talking to you. However, stories, on the other hand, stories are very good at talking with people, right? Because you can do surveys, you can ask questions, you can do lots of different stuff. So. It's coming to that. So let's just say I wanted to spend a week. Uh, uh, just for example, let's say I wanted to spend a week talking about fat loss. So my posts are going to tell maybe a, a little bit in depth or deeper part of a fat loss journey or the fat loss journey for other for myself or clients or whatever. Uh, a reel might have some little tips on fat loss and stories may have some tips and then asking people their opinions. Right. So see how they all tie in together and then the podcast and the youtube is all that all surrounds it and my you know my business structure for me is helping guys primarily guys who want to you know build their confidence who want to get in shape lose weight build muscle and start to live better lives hence my thing stronger longer and better and better is the big part right whenever i sit with my clients i don't want to i don't go what's your goal what's your weight what's not i don't fucking care. What I want to know is why, why is that weight important? Why is that muscle important? Why and what are you going to do with that, right? So you can see how it all leads into my barbells to Buddhist coaching, which in my three taglines are train, try new shit and travel pretty much in that order because the first but the first phase with me you are training we are training we are learning everything about mastering training then phase two we get into trying some new shit might be some saunas some cold dips some cold showers maybe getting a little bit fancy with the food trying out some new foods playing with some recipes experimenting maybe little day trips try something new that's within your area and then finally you know getting into traveling is it traveling on your own or doing whatever whatever year it is travel means to you but So it's a lot. So it's a lot. So I'm trying to wrap that all around while trying to make sure I really get on this podcast. And the other day, I I don't know what I did, but I went into, because I was going to record this a few days ago, I went into my folders and I was like, okay, where's all my topics? And even right now, I don't have any notes in front of me. I sat down and I said, okay, well, I normally have notes for this podcast that I want to go over in the questions, but... I don't have them. Now, I could sit and type them up for an hour, but then I'm going to not be able to record the podcast because it's 12.16 and I have to go pick up my kid at 1. So I'm like, you know what? I'm sure the listeners and me, we can come up. That's you guys and me. We can come up with something. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just answer some of the questions that I've been answering on, on my Facebook lately? And one of the big questions I got was, what would I be doing different now? If I started, because I'm 46, if I started my health and fitness journey, or let's say uh, bumped into my twin brother, or anybody really, who's just saying, "Hey, you know what? I want to start my uh, health and fitness journey to get in shape, to feel great, to be you know better at 46 than I was at 36, and better at 36 and 26. What would I do differently today that I might not have? Uh, maybe I wouldn't have even thought about a long time ago things that you know you do in your 20s versus in your 40s." And I thought that was a really good question because there's so many things, right? But the first one I want to talk about. Because I think this, this, there's a, couple, there's a couple really big, we'll call them the big rocks, right? These are the big, if you can get control of these things, 80 to 90% of your results are going to come in these three things. And I've always done all three, but just not really strategically or really, really fine tune them and well. So let's talk about those right now. So the three, the biggest three things, I'll just talk about the big three things that I would do differently. Number one is when it comes to weight training. Now, I, I enjoy weight training. I always have. But I'm also very much, I don't want to say a little bit, I'm <laughs> very much an ADHD boy. I am a good starter, not a good finisher. I, I jump around uh, a lot. Even in this podcast, quite often you hear me, like right now I'm going off on a tangent rambling. So for me, focusing on a program, like really setting myself down and saying okay a periodized program with different phases there's going to be a hypertrophy phase a strength phase a power phase uh, some power endurance that sort of thing has really helped me in tracking my workout so instead of just exercising or kind of training because I'm a guy you know like I was you know when I was in my late 20s it was all bodybuilding right and then I got into uh kind of like um more martial arts and some krav maga sort of stuff and then i got into um that yeah, different got into some mma sort of sort of training which i really enjoyed I and CrossFit on the same time became very crossfit but the long story short guys is i jumped around a lot right there was power building in there there was a little dashes of power lifting in there there was a, a, for a while there i was like really into olympic lifting but there was just a lot of program hopping, jumping around, buying different books, going to everybody's plan for, you know, a few weeks and going, oh, it's not working for me. And just going back to my own thing. But now what I do is I sit down and I go, okay, and I write down what my period is going to be and how long is it going to be okay this is a four week or six week hypertrophy phase and i really fine tune it what are the days i'm going to be working out so day one is x day two is y day three is z what's if i can get into a day five what will day five be so it doesn't mess up the flow okay what i'll do is i can do some sled work uh some you know like what i just call structural work load of carries and stuff like that some funky funky stuff even another day if i got more days then i could do some funky stuff i'll do some animal flows and stuff but making sure that those days don't distract me from the regular days right so i'm sticking to a regular program uh and then tracking making sure i track so i have my own binder which i carry i'm old school guys and don't tell me all oh you're, it's, it's, it's mo- you're not even tracking so don't, don't go lecture me about using a book and paper when you're not even tracking, right? I, I'm at the gym. I'm watching you. I'm watching. I love watching. And nobody is tracking their workouts. Nobody's tracking their weights. They're all just in there guessing, right? Trying to remember what they did last time. So don't give me a hard time about paper. And actually, paper is in your brain a lot better than an app, right? So free gift right now. Uh, Where would we go? Okay, I guess, you know what? This is what I'll do. This is what I'll do. This is what I'll do. Go to www.barbells2buddhas, okay, and if you don't know how to spell Buddhas, there's a silent H in there, or you can go to roaralexander.com, really doesn't matter. Go to a tab called Free Stuff, I don't, know. like I said, this is, there's no notes, so this is not in front of me, so I believe it's free stuff, I'm going to put my downloadable workout journal in there and you can download the whole thing completely fits in your regular printer print on a4 paper if you're listening to this on the other side of the planet too so fits in u.s legal no letter u.s letter size or A4, it'll fit in there too, and goes right into your binder, so you can get a little cheap dollar store through your binder, slam it in there, and you are off, and you can start tracking your workouts, and I also got notes in there on programming, and periodization, and breaks, and I have a whole uh, very exhaustive list of exercises for, you know, when you're like, oh man, I keep doing the same thing, well, here's some new exercises you can do, so there's like quite a few exercises in there, so that is a free gift for you. Just thought of that now. I was like, you know what? You guys might as well get it. For those of you that are listening, it would be awesome. Uh, and yeah, start tracking. Start tracking and really look at the periodization notes too in there and go, okay, you know, is this how I'm doing it? I tell you, you know, the sets, kind of the sets, the reps, the break times, the weights you should be kind of focusing on. So it's, it's actually not a bad little book, you know. In theory, I could probably charge a couple dollars for it, but I won't. I'll just give it away. So there we go. Anything to help you guys out. So that would be my first thing, right? Really sitting down and coming up with a really good program uh, and tracking it. So number two, and this is a mistake that uh, I, I I don't even want to say it's, it's, a, it's like that I constantly make. It is a mistake that I constantly make. And at 46, I've only started revising it as of this year, if I'm going to be really honest. Now, I, I'm pretty good for 46 i'm not gonna lie right like i went in for a dexa scan back um back around my birthday which is in february of this year and they did a scan i mean it ended up being what was they considered a you know in the um the right in the right in the, the the high end so the good end of healthy for a guy my age and i was like you know what That that's cool and all because i see a lot of guys in their 40s that just look terrible right there's the the skinnies there's skinny fats there's overweights there's the dudes having heart attacks and all that shit something I'm, like, I'm pretty good but I'm not as good as I know I could be for the amount of shit that I do. I, I train a lot. I'm on a program. I know what good, healthy foods are. I know good cooking. I I eat black rice. I know I buy turmeric to my eggs. and all that, You know, it's kind of that superfood douchebag stuff, but I do that. Um, But I'm very good. I understand the quality of food, you know. I got uh, water filters on my water, my shower, the whole nine yards. But I've definitely made the big mistake, I'm not until 46 years old this year, really, of focusing on quality of food over quantity. And I'm just going to call that out quality over quantity. So when I went in for the Texas kid, I'm like, you know what? I got to get serious because I know, and I do know, like for a while there, now, I probably didn't really know. Oh, I knew it, but I denied it. Maybe I didn't know. I don't know. But, I knew that the quantity of food is, at the end of the day, more important than the quality of food. Now, there's caveats to that, of course. You got to make sure you're getting your protein in there. And then, of course, then people go down the road of, well, which is the quality of the protein in a hot dog or the quality of a protein is worse for you than the quality of a, a high organic whey. I'm like, oh my God. Just again, guys, we're we're going way too far down rabbit holes. The fact is most people aren't getting enough protein, period, regardless of what source it's from. But I was very much on the side of the quality of food and not the quantity. And then I really sat down this year and I just said, you know what? I'm going to really start seriously tracking. I was like, holy fuck, like... Man, like I didn't know, like but the wife just last week she made some ribs. I didn't have any because I, I was like, as I'm really trying to lean out right now. It's one of my goals is to really lean out into the into the low to mid double like teens. And uh, I was like, you know, just two ribs. I think it was just two ribs had something like 300 calories. I was like, two ribs. I'm six foot four dudes. I'm hungry. I could eat that entire sack of ribs, which is again probably about th- half bone anyway. And not be full. So I was like, yeah, there's just no point. To me, there's just no point in eating ribs. Now, I'm not saying I'll never have them, I'll have some now and then, but you gotta you got, you really when you're trying to cut down weight, guys, you do have to pick your battles, right? Uh, flexible dieting, which is not the same as if it fits your macros. If it fits your macros, basically you could just drink protein shakes all day, hot dogs, pop tarts, and go, oh, okay, it fits, but you're gonna be hungry and you're gonna feel like crap. Flexible dieting. Is eating good a majority of the time? Now that's seventy percent time, eighty percent, nine percent. I don't care what percentage it is, but being able to have some, you know, foods when you want it. But I was just like, you know what, the the, the satisfaction I get out of those ribs is just is just no good. I mean, there's so many other things that I'd rather eat that have a less calories and b just just as happy. So, um, like last night, for instance, they had pizza, and I was like, you know what. No, I just, I again, I could sit down and eat an entire medium pizza without even thinking. So for me, I was just like, yeah, the the satisfaction of that food for a few minutes versus how great I'm feeling right now in this fat loss phase. And I really do feel good because I do. I'm I'm not strict. Or I'm not, I don't have cheat days. I'll have a chocolate cookie now and then I may even have a slice of that pizza today or tomorrow. I don't know. But the quantity of food and, and really knowing and tracking your food is really important, right? Understanding, okay, wow, I thought I was getting enough protein because I was still having protein shakes here and there, but what at, my, at six foot four and like 210 pounds or whatever, I was like, I'm still not getting enough protein I thought I was. And like, wow, there's just so many fats in that little tiny thing. So it really just it really helped to educate me even more. Um, so that's definitely something that I would go back and fix right away um, and you know I really started seeing this with one of my clients Carlos where you know I, I was talking to him about the, the quantity and the quality of food but you know again emphasizing a little bit on the quality side and um, he he just started tracking his calories and stuff and he was losing he lost like 65 pounds and put a bunch of weight on his bench uh, and he was still eating egg muffins and subway you know so I was like all right so It's kind of like that's really interesting so now to say that i have worked with him on the quality of his food and now he's making lower calorie much healthier versions of egg mcmuffins and stuff at home he's putting turmeric in his eggs and all that sort of stuff too but we did not lose sight of the quantity being the number one thing here's because here's the thing right they don't really tell you this but a guy who's at an athletic, healthy body fat percentage with good muscle, so a guy who's in shape, eating less than stellar, even eating—I uh, get—I you know, hate to say it, but it's true—you know—even if it's an if it fits your macros, sort of—you know—way is still better than the guy eating organic who's overweight. Being overweight is after smoking. Being over fat is the worst thing for your health. Period, right? Regardless of how you get there, or how you got there, or how you are there, it is the worst thing after smoking for your health. And whatever way that you can get down safely and intelligently without losing a bunch of muscle mass to a healthy to athletic body fat percentage is going to be the best thing for you. And if that is, and if it fits your macros approach, then good, more power to you. But I would still say at the end of the day, the goal, okay, the goal, the gold ribbon here. The gold ribbon. Is there a gold ribbon? Oh, gold medal? I'm not a very competi- competitive person. Um, really, it goes to the guy you know, who is eating great quality food in the right quantity. So that's the big secret there. So that is the second biggest thing I would change. Now, the third biggest would be... Uh, understanding non-exercise activity thermogenesis and really focusing on that because non-exercise activity thermogenesis, neat, that is the second biggest way and it's really the biggest influence you have after diet when it comes to weight loss, fat loss and maintaining a healthy weight. And I really saw this firsthand on my travels through the world, right? Going to all these countries where people don't go to the gym. It's not like here, you know, maybe one out of every... Five or one of every ten people here I meet has a gym membership over in the overseas? It's maybe one in twenty, maybe one in fifty, maybe one in a hundred, right? But they're all leaner than us, they're all lighter than us, and they're all arguably healthier than us. So yeah, know just like, well, okay, and then it was then it hit me, you know, it was living like places like Thailand and stuff. Like we'd walk, you know, blocks to get breakfast, we'd walk to get lunch, we'd walk to get dinner. There's always walking. Like we were hitting probably. 15 to twenty thousand steps a day every day just normally then you come back to the west and you're not so I've really adopted those the, the I've really i have spiritually adopted you know um this whole movement thing with me now if you you can't see my house because this is audio but if you go to my Instagram I believe I show it sometimes I'm definitely on my facebook my youtube 100 percent I have a low furniture house, right? Like right now, I'm standing in my living room at a little um, kind of a little portable standing desk. It's a little dinky, kind of crappy when I ordered for like 150 bucks. But it, it serves its point, right? So I'm standing recording this podcast right now. See? That's my feet stomping on the ground. I'm standing here tapping away. There we go. In my uh, in my bedroom, slash where my big desk is. That's again a standing desk. Now for chairs. There is a Swiss ball. I do have a bar stool that allows me to kind of wiggle, but there's a Swiss ball. And I even have a 12-inch squat stool I step sit on most of the time. Now, my living room, I have imported Turkish Majlis rug, uh, car, um, rugs. Well, I did. there is a rug. But uh, floor sofas. So most of the seating in my house is floor seating, right? So my house is, you're really doing two things. You are standing, or you're on the floor now we do have a couple papasan chairs which are not the most comfortable chairs in the world on purpose but also double as our meditation section so you can sit in them cross-legged so they allow us to sit in much better positions and uh, guys a papasan chair that is not like a lazy boy you're not going to plop in that for hours and not move there's a lot of movement you do in those chairs and like i said they're awesome because they double as um, meditation chairs as well. You can cross your legs and sit in them, all that sort of stuff. I have a movement routine that I do in the mornings. we got lots of yoga mats and we got floor sofas and all that sort of stuff here. Um, I just ordered a new kitchen table a few months ago and that is actually, I got that purposely at cupboard height. So that is nice and high. And again, we use these kind of bar stools for that and we do a lot of standing. So we kind of stand and drink our coffees in the morning, kind of have the bar stool, but you got one leg up, you got the other leg up. So you're never in that kind of, traditional 90 degree setting and those are not soft stools they're wood so even the wife is like these are not very comfortable you can't sit them for very long i'm like i know i did that on purpose (laughs) um we have a floor bed we actually right now as we're as i'm speaking my bed is up for sale and i got like 10 inquiries for it uh we're moving to just a japanese style floor bed just asia style floor bed we're going back to the floor so we are about living on the floor so this house is floor and standing only but you know, I did not ex- understand the importance, the relevance of really tracking your steps and getting in your steps in the day. Now, I don't. I just had a shower before I recorded this, so I don't know where I'm at. But I know yesterday I hit about 16,000, 17,000 steps. Uh, today, last time I looked at it, I think it was at 5 or 6. But I'll, I I never do a day under 10. Like a t- Usually anything under 12,000 for me is a bad day. I average between 12 and 15 to 16 depending on the day but really that sitting is the new smoking like i've adopted that and i've really come to love non-exercise activity thermogenesis you know i purposely go out of my way to make things a little bit harder like the wife you know we don't have food processors we still we got knives and we got she's even got one of those stone and mortar things where you pound the vegetables like yeah we could go get a food processor but why it allows you to get an extra little workout in And, you know, it gives you the traditional. I don't just, the food just tastes better from it, right? Um, But yeah, we've really got out of our way to make life a little bit less uncomfortable. When I park somewhere, I purposely usually park far away from the door. Uh, We got a grocery store kind of like very close to here. But I see the neighbor, a lot of neighbors will drive there. I walk there. Even if I'm going for some bigger stuff, like big milks, I'll I'll walk. Because I'm like, you know what? Could use the extra steps. Even long days after work, and come back and I'm like, all right. I'll walk over there. So I go out of my way to walk a lot. I have a walking routine that I do most mornings. As long as it's not pouring rain. Sometimes it's 2,000 steps. Sometimes it's four. Um, If it's a beautiful sunny day, I'll go, okay, today's goal is four. If it's kind of a rainy crappy day, I'll go, okay, today's goal is just two. Got a treadmill here. Um, Then we can do some walking on. So the odd time if I don't hit my steps, which is very unusual. I honestly cannot say I've used that treadmill in months. But... um, I'll use that as well. That's more the wife's treadmill, but it it does good for non-exercising activity thermogenesis. But those would be the three big changes that I would make that have really made the biggest difference. And I guess another one you could kind of relate back to number one is you know understanding that weight training is the best way to, you know, the best way to exercise for body composition, right? When it comes to fat loss, a lot of people just jump jump in the cardio bandwagon or whatever. But weight training, weight training, guys, it still gets your heart rate up. It's still exercise. Um, But it builds muscle, right? That's the point of weight training. You don't go in the gym to burn fat. You go in the gym to build muscle, right? The dieting and the non-exercise activity, thermogenesis, and yes, some cardio that is out there to burn fat but when you're in the gym you go to battle on the muscles and that's what you should be doing that's what i teach my clients um because if that's the way you do it you're going to set yourself up for lifelong success but anyways that's it guys so like i said this is just a shorter episode uh right off the top of my head uh did not plan for this at all but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, um, you know, of course, I'm always around. You can follow me at uh, www.roaralexander.com or com, And the number one place really to find me is... On Facebook, I have a group called "Live Stronger, Longer, Better" with Roar Alexander. It's a private coaching Facebook group that you can join. So it's not for private clients. There are clients in there, but you can join it. And then you, I do lots of challenges and fun stuff in there and videos. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Just type in Roar Alexander. That's R O R Alexander. I'm really easy to find. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else I have coming. Oh, if you're in the Vancouver area and you're into comic books and stuff, I, I just found out yesterday there's actually a Vancouver comic and toy show coming up on june the 26th i believe it's sunday june 26th so i'm going to be going to that that should be fun throw on the old superman tee, and hopefully i can get me some he-man and the masters of the universe origins figures some of the ones that i missed out on i'm really hoping well not just say hoping i won't pay as much if they're they're stupid price because i mean they're usually for sale in the stores for 14.99 they tend to come out about 24 to twenty-five ninety-nine, which is livable. Uh, it can handle that if it's uh, the between not getting it at all or getting it. Um, but, yeah, if these, I've seen guys charge $50, 60 $70 for a little plastic figure. I'm like, no, that ain't happening. So as long as there's some good rates, I can get a few. But there's definitely some. Mantana and Leech are definitely high on my list right now. Uh, If I could get a stink or two, that would be pretty awesome. If you don't know anything about Masters of the Universe, you know, you might want to click out right now if you don't like comic books. But if you do, Sunday, June 26th in Vancouver, Canada, uh, the Vancouver Comic Show. So I'll be going to that. It should be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And if uh, you do happen to uh, see me, you know, maybe what I'll do, you know, I think what I'll do, maybe I'll do this. Should I get some Barbells to Buddhas t-shirts? That's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to order me some Barbells to Buddhas t-shirts with my new logo. By the way, if you haven't seen my new logo, let me know what you think. Um, I think it's really cool, you know, with the the little motto, which is uh, train, try new shit, and travel. Let me know. It's on Facebook. It's a lot of fun. People seem to really like it. It's also on the back of my uh, Jeep now. It seems to be quite popular. But that's it, guys. I'm going to let you go now. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I will be back to you again very soon, I promise, because I am sitting down today and really working on my June, July. Well, mostly June right now, but kind of the summer thoughts when it comes to my media. And uh, the podcast is definitely high on there. So anyways, guys, until next time, I'm here to help you live stronger longer and a hell of a lot better.